Hi, this is Erica and Yvette, and this is the Melanin Pearls podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. And I'm really excited to talk about the topic that we will be delving into today because, Yvette, it's about the holidays. And the struggle is real. It's real. It's real. It's real. <laughs> and, you know, for for many of us, um, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic has caused some of us to gain weight. Some call it the COVID-15. Some call it the COVID-19. Uh, Stay-at-home orders and closures have left some of us homebound, bored, and hungry. Yep. Closer to the <laughs> fridge. Fridge, fridge, fridge. And we are feeling the results. You know, maybe an outfit doesn't fit like it used to. Mm. A, a button popping I or a zipper one. that will no longer catch. Or you find that you're looking at someone and seeing a surprising reflection in the mirror and that person you're looking at is you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but the other thing is, is like we've all reverted to reverted to sweatpants and yoga pants. There are no buttons. There are no belts. There are no zippers. Everything is stretchy. Exactly. Right. And now we're going into the holiday season. Although we'll be celebrating differently this year, I'm certain we'll still have those holiday comfort staples that we've had throughout the year because it's the holidays, right? And it's been a tough time. So it's possible that for some of us, after the holidays, we will gain a lot of weight if we combine the COVID and the holiday weight gain. And that is no bueno. No bueno. Studies show that this increases our chances of diabetes and heart disease, to name a few ailments that can result from being overweight. And I know, Yvette, you got the stats, so we're going to talk about that, too. Data, data, and data. But I have the pleasure today to introduce our special guest. And this is someone that I've known for quite some time, and I am so excited that she's going to be joining us today to talk about this very important topic. I'd like to introduce Marcel Harrison to you and read to you a little bit about her. She is from Troy, New York, and is a lifelong coach and fitness professional. She began her career in college athletics at George Mason University with the women's basketball team in the early 90s. She is now a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who has dedicated the last seven years to one of the top fitness brands in the country. Marcel recently began her private training business to expand her reach on the virt on a, her virtual platform or on a virtual platform. She has a conscientious approach to programming that is personal and comprehensive, and I can attest to that. <laughs> she aspires <laughs> to guide individuals on their journey of establishing a movement and nutrition practice that empowers all aspects of their lives. Marcel, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Is there anything you want to add? to what I mentioned about you? Oh, no, that was, I think you got it all. Um, <laughs> you guys, I'm, I'm happy to be here. You guys have great energy. Um, and I'm going to try to match that here. <laughs> <laughs> We've worked together for quite some time, so I know you're going to bring the energy. <laughs> you will bring the E, bring the E. So I, I got my, I had my way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So we met. Talk to us about some things. All right, people, people, people. Now, we know it's the 10 days before Christmas and the 10 days after Christmas, which is literally the sweet spot where we nearly pack it all on. And I just want to share with you some stats out there that really shows that you're not alone. We're all in this together and everybody has this struggle. WebMD.com conducted a poll of their members, about 1,000, 1,500 people, and this is what they responded back. 
They said 68% of the people responded, they're snacking more. Why? Because they're closer to their fridge, because we don't got nowhere to go. 74% are cooking more. Yes, but if you're buying the bad stuff, we're normally cooking comfort food. Again, yeah. 61% are ordering less out. Makes sense. And 54% are exercising less and 54% have gained weight. Makes sense. No surprise. Our routines have changed. We've all been disrupted. Stress has increased. And it's unclear when or if things will ever return to some sort of normal. So let's think about the stats and where we are today as it relates to COVID. Our world population is about 7.8 billion. It hovers around that. COVID worldwide stats, 54.5 million cases worldwide. 1.3 million deaths worldwide. What does that mean? 0.77% of our world population has been impacted by COVID. Here in the United States, we have around 330 people. We've had 11 million cases of COVID. That's crazy. 251,000 deaths. If you compare us to India and China, who both have about 1.35, 1.4 billion people, we beat them. We are number one in the globe when it comes to COVID stats worldwide, Crazy. number one. So it's it's November, right? 70% of 2020, we've been in lockdown because of COVID. Crazy so when you think times. about it, it's totally crazy. When you think about it, our community, specifically the African-American community, a lot has been happening to us. A lot of stress this year, a lot of things have been happening. But when it comes to COVID, we are taking the brunt. When it comes to cases, black people are 2.6 times higher than whites to contract COVID. We're 4.7 times higher to be hospitalized. And we are 2.1 times higher to die. To die. Right. And if you think about it, what's our population here in the United States? We die at rates that are on average 1.5 times higher than are the other races compared to our population. You wanna hear some numbers? Here we are. Black people in the United States, we make about 12.3% of the population. But of all deaths, we die 18.7% of the cases. That's us. 21% of most of the cases. It's, it's ridiculous. How can someone, a, a population that's 12.3% of 331 million have the highest death rate. But I think that what ha what has been sh shown to us, you know, is the lack of access to proper health care, yeah. the lack of access to proper nutrition. And I'm sure Marcel will delve into that. But we have situations like food deserts. I mean, we you know, it, it, it shows the disparaging yes. numbers, right, mm -hmm. for us as yep, black for people. Sure, for yep. sure. Yep. It, it, um, you know, it just really kind of puts a spotlight on on all the issues that have have always been there you know yeah um, COVID has just are... exasperated what was already was there it was right. always there mm -hmm. this yeah. is not new for any of us right so New Jersey because we're we're rocking New Jersey black people make up about 13 percent of the 13 14 percent of the population but we're 16 percent of all COVID cases in New Jersey and 18% of the deaths. New York's no better. New York, black people make up about 14% of the, 
of the population, but they're 25% of the COVID deaths. This is just mm. ridiculous. Um, and the most common diseases, you know, that come with excessive weight impacts us the hardest. We have diabetes, type 2 diabetes, hypertension, cardiovascular problems, and there's also osteoarthritis. But and there's also some forms of cancer with obesity that are more proponent, more, more prevalent, you know, like colon cancer and breast cancer. So, again, if you take all this, all these make you at increased risk of getting severely ill if you get COVID. So the leading causes of death for black people in the United States is cancer and heart disease. And we are more likely to die at an early age because of high blood pressure, diabetes or stroke. And I found through my research that younger black people are living with diseases more common at older ages, like high blood pressure, diabetes and strokes. So, Marcel, how, <laughs> like, how can we do it? Like, how can we manage a healthy lifestyle during the holidays? But just not now, but long term, ongoing, consistently. Yeah, how can we do yeah. it? It's um, a lot of it is, is um, you know, having the accessibility that you touched on in terms of food. Um, we have to find a way to bring, you know, an end to these food deserts. Um, we have to bring the education, uh, you know, and this is talking about on the larger scale, of course, um, you know, if we're talking about holidays and, and, and COVID, I think, um, you know, one of the things that we have to address first is our, our, uh, the levels of stress that a lot of people are going through, um, yeah. It's it's it shouldn't be so focused on, you know, the body that comes, I think, um, you know, with the other steps. But I think the first thing that we have to really point out and to address, especially this time in the holidays, people are going to be lonelier than ever. You know, the holidays already bring, you know, some levels of loneliness. And now we're in a, in a situation where we're we're having to isolate ourselves. And so, um, you know, we have to come up with a plan, um, one, to decompress. You know, if if you want to sleep through the whole holiday, then that's probably what you should do. Um, yeah. You know, there there's just um, working from home. You know, I know, Erica, you've talked about this is can be a lot more stressful than going into the office. So there's a indeed the added workload that people are being faced with, um, and not even having that space that normally is your space to unwind. You know, now becomes your office as well. So first, you know, really thinking about uh, mentally what you need to do to kind of set those intentions. Um, if it's meditation, you know. Um, just having a practice of, of of really kind of regenerating and restorative kind of things. Um, some people like yoga, um, whatever that is, you know, just having that kind of practice, especially during these times to really um, set your, your, your mental state first. Um, you know, I'm a big believer that movement contributes to, um, those endorphins being released and um, stress levels coming down if it's done done right, you know, done at a in, at an intensity that fits fits your life at the moment. Um, so 
you know, there's a lot of things I think this season that are going to be very different. Um, you know, we can't be too hard on ourselves. You know, maybe your plan is to indulge during the holidays and that's okay too. Um, depending on, you know, again, what is most necessary for me to have an overall healthy um, experience. You, you know what? There's something that um, we've, we've touched on, I think on all the episodes that we had, it's all about self-care. You know, a lot sure. of people are in situations where, you know, we're living at work, literally living at work. You know, yeah. if yeah. there are people we know, we've lived in New York City, Upper West Side, me for 25 years before coming to Jersey, <laughs> you, Brooklyn, Bronx, mm-hmm. yeah. apartments are small. Right. Yeah. I mean, your freedom was getting up in the morning, getting on the train and going to the office. Your office now could be your bed, your couch, your kitchen table. And if you have a significant other, a partner, spouse, roommates, where are y'all going? Your personal Mm -hmm. space has reduced to none. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. You have to come up with also movement plan, you know, that you can do in the space, you know. Right. Um, And and make it as simple as possible. Uh, I think that's one of the things that, that you know, we get caught up in. Well, this isn't hard enough or... You know, right now, I think we just need to move and um, coming up with that's something that's simple that you can truly maintain and uh, implement into your routine. Even if it's 20 minutes, sometimes we think it has to be this hour workout, you know, um, and it doesn't have to be that all the time. Mm-hmm. There's a talk- time for it. There, there is. And you and I have talked about this, I mean, in in various at various times where and you touched upon it today too it's about being kind to yourself you know when you mentioned that you know if if you're going to overindulge overindulge and I know you and I've had the conversation before too enjoy the day right enjoy but you don't have to live there right and I think what happens to some of us is we start on Thanksgiving day and then we're not done till January. Right, um, right. And, and it's more about enjoying that moment. Like don't feel guilty, enjoy what it is, but understand that you have a bigger goal and then just getting back to that goal once that experience for lack of a better word is over. Yeah, sure. I would, I would definitely sure. agree with that, you know, and in, yeah. and, and w- my husband and I, we, we have a gym, you know, in our home and we, we've always had weights and we have a recumbent bike and all this other stuff. It doesn't, you don't need weights. And for a minute, you couldn't get none from Amazon.com. You, sure you couldn't could. even get a kettlebell. I mean, so it's, it's not really, you know, don't use what you don't have as an excuse not to start. Do something. Absolutely. And Marcel's been saying it's the movement. You know, it's movement. You got to move. And I think part of that stems from having that compassion for yourself, not having to be perfect all the time, not having to look perfect. We are not going to look like models. Facts. We're not. Everybody's shape is everybody's shape. You are beautiful just the way you are. And if you focus on having that compassion for yourself and caring for yourself, it doesn't mean you're selfish. It means you love yourself so much that you want to have the fullest, biggest, and healthiest life, that you're going to take whatever time, moment that you need to refill, recharge, give yourself that space so that you can do what's best for you. Because I said this all the time to people. Right. You're the only one who's going to get in the box when you die. No one else is going in there with <laughs> you. No one else is going in there. Live your life. Yeah, yeah. And- it has to be about you. It has a, it's a personal mm-hmm. journey. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
you know what your goals are, you know, yep. and those goals change. You know, right. there could sorry about that. I think my headphones are getting a little crazy there. But there there are um, you know, moments in your life when your number one focus is, you know, your workouts, you know, um, I'm trying to achieve some things physically and this is where my focus is 100%. And there are times when, you know, your focus switches to your family being your number one focus. And we also understand that that movement and that exercise can change, but it is important and it touches in every aspect of your life. Um, you know, mm-hmm. when you're not moving and, um, you know, being healthy, making healthy decisions for your life, you know, your relationships struggle. Um, and uh, so so you can be selfish because you're selfish to the benefit of those around you uh, and those relationships that, you know, um, that you're building in your life. Uh, if, if you're not healthy and you're not bringing your best to the table, then it's, it's oftentimes it's going to fail. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. And, you know, to, to be totally transparent, I'll be transparent right now. So, be transparent. Be transparent. Go ahead, girl. I want to see. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so so I definitely have been off my fitness game. Um, You know, at the onset of COVID, I for the first month, I didn't know what the heck was going on. And I was just in a, you know, in a fog, so to, so to speak. And, and then afterwards I was like, okay, Erica, you got to do something. So I started walking, which was great, which I will say to anyone out there, just take a walk. Like just, I, I would take right. walks to the waterfront. I would, I decided that when I was running errands because I was staying very local, I wasn't going to the big grocery stores or whatever. I would walk to my neighborhood haunts and I would walk everywhere. And I stopped doing that. And honestly, I don't feel as good as I did when I was because it Mm -hmm. was really an opportunity for me to a get away from work home. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I moved. I moved more. And granted, I work out, but it was different because that in combination Mm -hmm. with my workouts was Mm -hmm. was was just on. I just felt differently. So, yeah. so I committed myself that I'm going to go back and maybe I don't walk as often as I used to, but at least try to get two good days in where I go out and take a walk because it, my mind felt freer. Yeah. My body felt yeah, better. It does. Yeah. Fresh yeah. air, sunlight. And, and that in concert with For my sure. body, <laughs> yep. it was great. Like, yeah, exactly. And it's nothing like it because then you think better. Absolutely. Yeah. There are things, you know, there are things that can come to you just by walking around, walking around the block. You know, I, yeah. I live in Jersey in suburbia. Yes, um, I do get up. I take some of my calls walking. I will mm-hmm. leave the house, you know, plug my headphones in and walk through the duration yeah. of the call, which yeah. is normally 30, 45 minutes because they never run on time. But anyway, no. um, <laughs> so 30 minutes on walking and I'm having a conversation and I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention. Yeah. I'm aware of my surroundings. I'm, I'm giving the attention to the people on the phone, but I'm in fresh air. I'm like the leaves, yeah. the trees, the flowers, the grass, the sun, right. the wind. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just so yeah. refreshing. Absolutely. Getting yeah. out to do and tons it, of wonders. For sure. And, and even the movement of just walking, um, you know, it's, it's low intensity. Your body's not under a lot of stress and um, it just really creates nice blood flow, like you said. And so it is, um, I think, a very underrated form of movement uh, mm-hmm. that we've we've lost. And it's, it's such a simple thing, you know. 
and it's let's, free. let's go for a walk and talk you know it's free right. don't cost you nothing free. no gym membership no you know you can do flip-flop shoes sandals whatever you got something yeah. to put on your feet you can go for a walk you could <laughs> You and how many new places have you discovered in your neighborhood? I, wow. I, I, I've done I a couple totally of them. Wow. Yeah. And, and just supporting local businesses. So it's a win-win, sure. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it yeah. is definitely a win-win. Yeah. So since we're talking about transparency, <laughs> oh. we're going to be oh. transparent. Oh, so Marcel, no. I have a question for you. So oh, what boy. what struggles have you had during the holiday season? Have you had any struggles? Like like what? You know, well, you're you're a trainer extraordinaire. Like do, do trainers struggle too? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be the holidays. You know, I think a lot of it is, um, you know, it's about the journey. You're going to you're going to fail. It's, that's what teaches us. Um, but um, I think one of the things that I, I the mistakes I made was trying to was being too uh, restrictive, um, being too hard on myself, um, especially in the beginning of my uh, training career, you know, thinking that you just always have to be you know, walking uh, billboard or, you know, kind of poster model, uh, as Yvette mentioned earlier, um, like you have to be this this model physical creature. Um, and uh, I think what's more important is that we are human. Um, and, you know, so sharing, you know, my, the fact that, you know what, I'm going to go this Thanksgiving and I mean every dessert that my mom cooks, you know, because that's what I choose to do this time, you know, and um let that be okay. Uh it's it's a day, you know. Um, yeah. and I think that's where we fail is like we make it a holiday season. Uh yeah. and it's it's a day, you know. Um there's holidays throughout the entire year. My birthday is a holiday, you know, <laughs> yeah. so and wow. that's in the middle of summer. So, you know, we always are faced with these decisions. And I like to just try to um, look at it in terms of a week, you know, win the week. You know, I I, I didn't win today um, in terms of, you know, my diet, but maybe, you know, as the week you know, if I look at it in those terms and you don't get too far off, um, mm -hmm. you know, you pull yourself back in and you, and you jump back on the train. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and the and the, and the struggle is real for everybody, um, mm -hmm. you know, coming through life and you as your body ages, things change because. Oh. When you get older, <laughs> burning calories it. at 40 is totally <laughs> different than burning calories at 20, you know, and there's really yes, eight man. main causes. There's eight main causes to weight gain. One is depression. We all know that, right? Some people taking meds, some of those medications can cause people to bloat, but even without meds, you can gain weight because you're depressed. Yeah, the other thing sure. is hyperthyroidism, you know. This is where your thyroid gland doesn't produce enough hormones. And one of those results is decreased metabolism. So, again, you can gain weight that way. Lack of fiber. People, eat your fiber and stay hydrated. <laughs> the reason why we tell people to, you know, drink more water, because it helps with weight. <laughs> you know, keeping it off. Drink more water. Flush your system. Drinking soda don't count. It's wet, but it ain't water. <laughs> right? You know, there's some vitamin deficiencies, um, yeah. you know, we need to take and maintain. We're taking more water soluble vitamins like vitamins B and C and fat soluble vitamins like D, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin A, vitamin K. All should be part of your regular diet. 
to prevent a deficiency in our systems, right? Stress. We all under stress. Every day is stressful, you know, but it all depends <laughs> on not the level of stress, but how you react to the mm-hmm. stress, folks. It's how you react to it. That excess stress, some people lose their appetites being stressed out, but some people shovel it in. It's <laughs> not the struggle, Eric. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's my they struggle. <laughs> yeah. And then calories burn a lot slower. We all know when you hit the big 4-0, I don't know who that was, but anyway, your your calories burn slower <laughs> at 40 than they do at 20, and that's a fact. That is a fact. That is a fact. And then there's something something really, really, you know, out there, not no, it's not regular, doesn't happen on the reg. It's something called Cushing syndrome, and it's a complex hormonal condition, you know, one in 100,000, crazy, crazy, not a lot out there. And then the other eighth thing that, wait, 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 is getting pregnant you know that's not me but anyway for those out there you know those are the, normally the eight real causes mm-hmm. of weight gain and you know when you're going back and talking about the black population there's there's so much there to unpack so much there to unpack so myself you know yeah. no one you know mm-hmm. we're all in lockdown you know mm-hmm. we may not have a lot of space you know we're right. living at work we have all this what are some of the tips and tricks that you can be able to share with us for people that may have weights, may not have any weights, right? Um, what can they do uh, from, you know, that movement perspective, but what kind of mindset can they start to uh, grasp and, and think about when they go into the holiday season? A mindset that's just not special for the 10 days before Christmas, 10 days after, after Christmas, but a mindset that can lead them for the rest of the year and their lives. For sure. Um, I think one is you, you really do have to come up with a plan that is specific for you. Um, you know, sometimes we get on these, you know, let me jump on this, uh, you know, uh, Instagram or, you know, Skype video or what a zoom video class and take this class. And I love classes. They're great. They serve a purpose, but you first have to come up with a plan, um, a comprehensive plan for your health and fitness. You know, that that goes beyond the holidays. Um, and you need to seek seek a professional, you know, advice. There's a lot of information out here. It's not all true and it's all not, not all right for you. So figure out first what is the best plan for you. Um, and with when we're going into setting up something in our space, whether it be a small space or a big space, you know, we all have weight, we have our bodies. Um, and we're, we're there, there's pounds packed onto it that we can <laughs> as, as yeah. resistance, um, you know, and there's anything, anything that weighs something we have books. A lot of times those are also very useful, but, um, just really, um, I wanted to bring up again, uh, Yvette touched on, um, you know, the metabolism changes that we experience, uh, particularly with changes in our hormones. Um, And as we get older, uh, women especially have a lot of hormone shifting that can cause weight gain. And I think um, one of the things that's super important and and I have to mention is that strength training and resistance training becomes even more important, um, you know, as we're aging to kind of fight those 
hormone imbalances and uh, changes in metabolism. Um, you know, cardiovascular health is, is, you know, is important. We know that um, for our heart and that kind of thing. But if we're really talking about um, body composition and aesthetics and, um, you know, maintaining a healthy weight, uh, a lot of times resistance training really is uh, great for helping with that. Uh, and even also some of the aches and pains. I know for me, um, lifting something heavy often helps, you know, my knees feel better um, if you're doing these things right. Uh, so that is something I think that is important. Um, you know, use what equipment you have. Use the things that you have as equipment. Use your body and have someone help you come up with a plan that is that's going to work for you. Um, because it's nothing more frustrating to putting in a lot of effort and seeing no results. Um, so that's one of the things I think is, is really important for me to say in, in the position that I sit in. I think what's really, really, really important to stress to people is that it's not going to happen overnight. Totally Absolutely not. So not. trying no. to go for that, that apple cider vinegar, maple syrup, you know, fad <laughs> diet, you know, drink liquids for three, five days or whatever, and then have a cracker. That is not going to get you to that long term, consistent, healthy lifestyle. Not I'm not talking about fads. I'm not talking about diets. You know, a diet is not a way of life. A way of life is how you consistently eat every sure. day. Mm -hmm. It's not like, you know, well, I'm not going to have carbs or, you know, I'm not going to have ice cream or I'm not going to have a cookie. Starving yourself is not the way to go. I mean, we're not here on earth to like starve ourselves from stuff that we like. It's all about moderation and creating a lifestyle that's healthy for you to still enjoy life. Sure. And, yeah. You know, I, mm -hmm. uh, no, go ahead. I was talk. just going to say one of the uh, things that I think is, is a really um, kind of good way to kind of keep yourself on track and keep you, you motivated and focused is find a recipe for something really healthy um, that, you know, maybe is switching out some ingredients. Maybe it's going, you know, uh, something vegan, if, if, if that's something that you're into, or um, just finding a healthy recipe that you can uh, make during the holidays and really enjoy. I think adding more things that you actually like that are healthy um, helps along that way of changing, you know, kind of your making it a lifestyle change as opposed to a diet. You know, it's not what we can't have, but it's like, what can we have? Exactly. Yeah, there's there's so many great foods out there. Um, it's the narrative that you play in your head, you know, and ooh, how you yes. approach how you approach how you want to live your life. Do you want to live your life always wanting? Do you want to live your life, you know, off of breadcrumbs? Because breadcrumbs, they don't feed you. All they do <laughs> is keep you starving. You know, like think about it. You know, if you it starts, Marcel put it pointed pointedly great in the beginning. It's in your mind. Indeed how you view yourself, compassion for yourself, the narrative that roll that rolls through your head, that look that tape that constantly plays awake or when you're asleep 
Is it positive? Yeah. Is it negative? Right. Are you beating yourself up? Are you, do you have more compassion for the homeless person on the street than you do have for yourself? It starts with you. It totally does. And you know, I have, I have mm-hmm. just, just three things mm-hmm. I wanted to, to bring up as, as we were having our conversation. I think the, the first thing is just to, to put some additional color on what Marcel mentioned and what you just mentioned, Yvette. I think I read a book once that, that said that, you know, food is one of the hardest things, right, to manage in the sense that it isn't like a drug, right? Like if you drink too much alcohol, you stop. If you, you know, are taking, you know, other drugs, you stop, right? You have to eat. Like you have to eat. That isn't something that you could say, I'm never going to eat food again. So you have to learn to live within right. the confines, right? Yeah. Because food is necessary. It isn't you, something that you can say, yeah. I'm not going to do, right? Yeah. And you have to develop a love for it, actually. You know, you know, almost, um, I think some of the healthiest people, you know, also to become chefs, they become, you know, you get very creative and it, and it could be you know, therapeutic. There's so many good things that uh, food can bring to your life. If you, you said, uh, Yvette is just kind of changed the narrative. Um, yep. And uh, agreed. Cause you know, Marcel, I, I'm, I'm a vegetarian now. I've been a, a non meat eater <laughs> for about 11 mm-hmm, months now, mm-hmm. which is absolutely insane. And, um, and I'm very proud of myself about that because I, I knew it was going to be hard and, and just being able to be consistent with it. And yeah. I, I have learned to to love food in a different way. I mean, I'm still very early on my journey, people, but <laughs> I'm learning to 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 try different things and different spices and different right. um, food so that it doesn't become boring um, exactly. and, and learning so to eat options. different things. Exactly. I mean, I had a, a beet ceviche. Who would yeah. have dunk it? And it was absolutely amazing. Oh, that sounds yeah. so good. Was there cilantro in it too? Of yeah. course. Yes. Mm. Exactly. It Man. was absolutely delicious. Give me that. It was, I know it was so good. We I'm that. thinking about that. And my mouth is starting <laughs> to water right now. So, okay. I know. All right. Yeah. So, so, so the other two things I just wanted to mention really quickly was I truly believe people have to know their stats. And what do I mean by that? Go to the doctor. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are very afraid. They don't want to hear bad news, but honestly, it, it's not bad. You need to know where you stand. Yep, you need right. to know whether you have a healthy blood pressure. You need to know whether your cholesterol levels are are within normal range or not. And if you have to course correct, because you, it's not about vanity. It's about health, right? For sure. And, and just just understanding that, um, because I just think that that that's important. Because I know for me, when I went to the doctor and got that information, it was it was very eye-opening for me because it wasn't mm-hmm. about fitting into a dress for whatever. It was about living and mm-hmm. living a longer life. So, and also, you know, we, um, you know, and I'm, I'm going really deep here, but, uh, <laughs> you know, just even the, uh, you know, the, the idea of, of, um, when we're, when we're doing it for vanity, like, like the ideas of what beauty is also, you know, um, I think we have a lot of altered views of that. So, you know, it becomes this skinny, this I don't eat, I don't do this kind of look. And, you know, once you start to to really move and eat foods that really fuel your body and, and um, you know, give you the nutrients that you need, uh, address your deficiencies with food. Wow. 
you are you become so beautiful and everybody can see that that kind of shine through regardless of, you know, what your size is, you know, that there's no, you know, cut out of what that looks like. It's it's I think it's a a full approach, you know, it's like what is this person giving me physically, mm-hmm. you know, what what kind of vibe am I getting is, you know, healthy people are happy, you know, and um so many other things that just kind of, you know, just are beautiful. So, um I agree and there is no size for what healthy looks like. Exactly. Right. Right? There's no size and I think our, I mean you're going super deep there and, and I but I I, I, I love no, <laughs> please don't apologize. I love where you're going because that's what society has done. Right. It has made us have a warped perception of what that looks like, right? And then if we take mm-hmm. it a step further, now we have young men and women who have a warped perception of what they what that looks like. And right. it's then it's not about health, it's about you know, clothing size or it's about look. And then mm-hmm. you're not you could be I remember you and I talked about this before, you know, you could be skinny fat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right? Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> You, you, a large you're, population of that. Uh, right. You're not fit. You're thin, but you're not fit. Right. I mean, that's right. the reality of it, right? Yeah. And the other thing is that the we're, we're taking this where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double tap on a deep thing is that, <laughs> you know, society has, society has warped all of our lenses mm-hmm. on what the definition mm-hmm. of beauty is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of people that look good on TV but have just vacuous souls. They're just mm. ugly from Ooh. the inside. You, you know, indeed. they are just, you know, stinky, vacuous. vacuous, stinky, just devilish, mean, evil, but they look good on the outside to other people. But if you are a healthy person from the inside out, that's where your beauty radiates. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, I, I toasted my bestie here, Erica, for her birthday. And one of the things that I was telling everybody about her is that she's she's a beautiful person. And I'm just not talking about aesthetically, you know, mm-hmm. her outside. I'm talking about like what's on the inside, you know, yeah. her view right. on life, her view about the world, her view of about friends and what she believes what's important, her mm-hmm. view about how she wants to live her life healthy as long yeah. as possible paying it forward. That's beauty. That's health. And that's what we need to focus on as a as a people, as a culture and individually. Own your beauty from the inside because everything, once that's right, everything falls into place. She about to have me crying. Did she drop the mic? (laughs) Did she drop the mic? (laughs) I think she did though. Lord, Lord. We just went to church and thank you for that. I really, I really do appreciate that. Love you, bestie. Love Mm -hmm. you too. Oh my God. It's all true. (laughs) Thank y'all. Y'all too kind. Um, Let's just, I'm just going to bring it back because we just went to a different place. Got me all speechless and stuff. <laughs> but I just want to, one more thing I just wanted to touch upon, which which you mentioned, you both mentioned, is, you know, I thought about my space where I work out because I want people out there to know I work out in a very small room. <laughs> <laughs> and, and basically a yoga mat can you know, there's enough room for a yoga mat to give me some space. And in that room, I get to work. And in that room, I don't have a lot of weights. Uh, mm-hmm. And in that room, I work out and I sweat. 
and I go in there for the moment and I do what I have to do. So, so I, I say that to say, you're not limited by your space. You, you can, any opportunity for you to move. And as Marcel mentioned, utilizing your body square, uh, your body weight rather to, to do the work, you know, you don't need a lot of equipment. Um, you have, you have your body and that, and that's equipment as well. So I kind of wanted to just mention that too. You know, and the, and the big thing is we've all talked about, you know, what causes weight gain and population and how it impacts and, you know, rates and all this stuff, but you can do anything you set your mind to. I know it's not, I know it sounds hokey, but the only thing that's limiting you is you. You don't need weights. You don't need fancy sneakers. You don't need, you know, the, the, the yoga pants that I think cost 150. You don't need that stuff. You don't, you have everything you need. And I tell people this all the time. You are not broken. You mm. are enough. And when you believe that you are enough, there is nothing that you cannot do. Because if you want to do it, you'll do it. No, totally, totally agree. What great conversation today. Oh, my gosh. Marcel, Marcel, Marcel. I just, so, I just want to end with this. Yes, yes. yes. Um, one thing I can say is do not compare yourself to anyone, not even the best version of yourself. Um, you know, these are very different times. Like you said, we're having to get very creative and uh, resourceful and you cannot compare yourself with the person who's, you know, in the gym four days a week lifting, you know, astronomical amounts of weight and you know, using all the machines and this kind of thing. We are where we are in this moment. Be the best version of that moment, of yourself in that moment. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, that, beautiful. That is, yeah, that is beautiful. And I thought about, were you talking to me about that? I think you were talking to me. Because <laughs> you and I have this conversation all the time. Well, you know, I, I had to talk to myself through that as well, you know, again. Uh, Marcel, oh my gosh, thank you so much for joining us thank today. You, thank you for having me, guys. Oh, oh my gosh, it's fantastic. And I just want to close by saying this. Yes, it's the holiday season. And yes, the struggle is real. Don't get discouraged. Don't be hard on yourself. Once you make up your mind, you can do it and you will do it. Think about your health, not vanity. You want to be there for your loved ones. So do what you can and do your best. Thank you all for listening. Be safe and wear a mask. And that's our show. Any samples of media remain the property of their owners. Opinions expressed reflect the individual's point of view, not the Melanin Pearls podcast. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Spotify. If there's a topic you would like for us to cover, let us know by visiting www.melaninpearls.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, we encourage you to visualize your best self.